Hey, 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 you guys. I'm just so excited to have another amazing special guest here on Black Canvas. Now, actually, on yesterday, I did a quick little preview saying that we had a special guest. And you guys are gonna, might not know who this is, but hopefully you will know because we're going to kind of talk about some of the things this person has done in the entertainment world. He is a multi-award winning director. He has won 18 awards and was nominated 25 times in the U.S., the U.K., and France. He currently lives in Los Angeles, California, and he comes from the suburbs of France. So if you guys, this is a quick tip. This is a really good one. He has a meticulous way of being detail-oriented as a director, and he has a unique aesthetic and a composition as it comes to his films. There's one film that he did that I really enjoyed. I actually had an opportunity to watch it last night and it is called Collision and it's a Netflix film. If you guys have not seen it, you need to go and check it out. It was amazing. It was released on June 16th of 2022 and it quickly became number three in the world and it sat in the top 10 list in 68 countries on Netflix. He has established his own film production company, which is FM Pictures in Los Angeles. And this was in 2011. And he has just done a lot of amazing things, I believe, in this, this work of film. And I'm just so excited to have our special guest here. So if he's ready, I'm going to let him be able to introduce himself and tell you guys his name. If there's anything else he would like to share as well. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Do you mind telling us who you are? <laughs> yes, but you said already so much about my about me. You know, I'm like, what can I add? <laughs> and so my name is is Fabien Martorel, and um, as you said, I'm a film director from from France. Uh, I'm in uh, in the US in Los Angeles since uh, uh, almost uh, 15 years now, and uh, I'm I did uh, that uh, that new movie in Johannesburg, so that's quite an adventure. That is amazing. I, I love that you did it in South Africa. I mean, that's a place I've always wanted to visit and travel one day. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a beautiful place and with beautiful people. And so I really enjoyed, you know, to, to be there and to stay there for uh, almost a six months. And uh, I can't wait to, to go back there. Awesome. I mean, you've done some great featured documentaries as well and films. Um, one of your first ones that you actually did, tell me if I'm pronouncing it correct, is it Traumatized? Yes, correct. It was about uh, Lloyd Kaufman, uh, who is a producer and film director in New York. And he is the, you know, the CEO of um, uh, Trauma, that company. And um, and that was very fun, actually, to do that, uh, that first um, feature documentary when I arrived in Los Angeles. Man, that's amazing. And then you did the gun story, correct? Yes, correct. Uh, it's a music documentary about uh, Tracy Guns, uh, who was the, the guitarist of um, uh, Elegance and uh, was also the founder of um, Guns Roses. Which is one of my favorites. I love Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> that's awesome. So if you're ready, Fabian, we're going to go into some questions. And awesome. Yeah, and of course. I just want you to answer it as honestly as possible. If you need any help, I'm here to help you, okay? Okay, yeah, because uh, as you can hear, I'm, uh, I'm French, so that's, uh, 
Let's try. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So if you're ready, our first question I have is um, around what age did you first develop a passion for filmmaking? Oh, um, it was very early, actually. Uh, I think I was around uh, seven or nine uh, when I watched movies, you know, like um, Star Wars and Indiana Jones for the first time. And uh, and since then, uh, I've always wanted to make movies. So, I, yes, it started very early. Oh, I love that. I mean, when I think of, like, writing, because I've written books, and I always wanted to write when I was really young. So, like, I used to do little short stories, and then I also did, like, journal entries. And so that gave me confidence growing up. But I love it. You say you started between seven and nine years old. That's great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you have a passion, uh, actually, you you keep thinking only about that. And uh, this is what I did, um, you know, since then. It was always about making movies. And uh, I have always, you know, also drawing, painting, you know, all everything about um, image, actually. So that was my passion. And it still is. Awesome. Now, I have a fun question. Do you like to listen to any type of music while you're working? No. <laughs> no, no, because actually I don't listen to music um, while I'm working because I'm a very visual director and music is very distractive. Uh, I mean, I just need uh, to be in a quiet place, you know, to, to stay focused. Okay, I love that. And I, I know all of us, we have different... Um, learning styles, different, you know, working styles. And I love that you say, hey, music can be distracting, which makes sense because... I love music, uh, you know, don't uh, make me wrong. You know, I love music, but not when I'm I'm working because you need, you know, when you are creating your own universe and uh, with the storyboards, with everything, you really need to enter uh, your own world. And uh, if um, I have, it's just for me, but if I have music, you know, in the middle of that, uh, it's too destructive. And I totally get that. And I, I totally understand that for sure. Um, so let's kind of talk about something that I think a lot of people may not understand who may not know the film industry. But can you tell us the differences between like a pre-production planning versus a post-production editing? Oh, um, sure. Um I don't want to sound too like you know like a teacher, but <laughs> for me, pre-production is um, is a phase of uh, preparation uh, before starting principal photography, and it's key to me. Um, as I said, I'm a very visual director, and my films are very well prepared, uh, like way in advance. Um, and um, uh, do you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Oh yeah, okay. Because I, I, I wasn't sure. So I'm spending a lot of time, for example, working on the shot list and on the storyboard. Uh, and uh, on my last movie collision that you mentioned earlier, uh, the composition of each shot is part of the the message of the film. Um, so it's very important, actually, you know, to to work on um, on the pre-production for me. Uh, and uh, it's also a phase where you do all the cast, you do the location scouting, you know, to find the right location for, for, your, for your film um, and all of that. Uh, so it's also the moment where I work with uh, the actors, uh, but it's not uh, necessarily like a rehearsing, rehearsing, I don't know if I pronounce it right, um, but I prefer... Mm -hmm. You said rehearsing, correct? Yes, correct, yes. Um, but I prefer, you know, spending time with them, uh, speaking about their roles and their motivations, 
Um, and it was very important with collision, like even more important with collision because it was uh, shot in Johannesburg, as I said. And I wanted to be true, uh, you know, to the people, the country, uh, the culture. Uh, so they shared with me a lot of their culture and they gave me information about the socio-politic context and all of that. Uh, because I wanted the characters to be real South African characters and their story to be part of their everyday life. Uh, so it's, it's you know, all those details who, uh, which is making a movie and that's uh, very important to get prepared uh, during the pre-production. Uh, and uh, regarding post-production, it's, um, it's, it's more when you when you start editing the movie. So you have to do a few cuts uh, before the picture lock is approved. Uh, so it might take like maybe two months. And then you start working on the score. Uh, so a lot of people are working on the score afterwards, uh, but I prefer to work on the score with my composer before principal photography. Because I think it's very important to, um, for him, you know, to know also the mood of the movie and what you want to say in the movie. Um, and then you also do like the special effects. You do some, uh, some cleanings, but like it could be sometimes some silly stuff, you know, like, um, for example, you have a plate on the car that you need to remove because it's not the right plate, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and then you have also the color correction. Uh, which also set the look uh, of the film, uh, which for me is a very important part uh, of the film. Um, and then you have also the sound mixing. Uh, so post-production, for example, took, uh, took us more than six months uh, on collision. Wow, that's a pretty long time. But I, I could tell that y'all did an amazing job of just editing um, because I remember in the beginning of the film, just watching, I was like, wow, I love how this, like you said, the color contrasting and, and being aware of, you know, where actors are. And I've been on sets before in the past doing extra work. And I just remember when they, they call for background to come in and just being aware of that. And then you can have a lot of distractions, even on set. And so you have to just remember that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, correct. Because the, actually, the composition helped also, you know, to um, to to tell the to tell the story. And um, what I wanted to do is uh, to to be sure that uh, we can show things and not always tell them. Because, for example, it's um, uh, the message and the story is very important. Because even if it's a fast-paced uh, thriller movie, we have very important themes like racism and xenophobia. And um, and the main writer with South African C4C2, um, you know, sometimes um, wanted to go far, you know, in 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 that uh, in that message, uh, which I could understand. But um, uh, as a director coming from another country, uh, for me it was maybe better, uh, you know, to show stuff and not to tell them because I don't want I didn't want people to think that I was uh, judging you know, a country that I wasn't living in. Uh, so it's also why I pick, you know, that, uh, that direction and to, to show more things and to tell a tiny bit less. And I love that you did that as well. And I loved as well in the film that they went from English to speaking in other dialects, because I think it's important to just remember, you know, that in a country, like you say, when you're filming that you do want it to be authentic and I, I loved just that contrast in the film 
but it really it stood out to me. The actors were amazing. Like that was really such great work. Oh yeah. Oh, for me, it was like um, uh, I think this is what makes also you know the the, the movie uh, good is that the the acting. Uh, because there is nothing to envy, you know, the, the actors from Hollywood. It's like the, the cast was so good. And and it was very difficult also because there was a lot of different stories. Uh, but, uh, you know, everyone um, played their role so well and they were so involved also in the preparation of the movie. You know, they, they, they gave me so much input, you know, of um, their characters. What could he say? What could he think? Uh, how we can move, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that was very helpful. And for me to stay true, you know, to the country, because this is what I wanted, you know, to to do and to present at the same time to South Africa, to Africa, but also to uh, to the rest of the world. Absolutely. And I think you did a marvelous job. I think it was really an amazing film. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So I have a few more questions for you. So can you tell me, what are some key ingredients as a director that you need to create a cohesive environment for the producers, the writers, the actors, and other crew members? How do you keep it all together? Oh, um, I think as a number one, for sure, I'd say without hesitation, respect. Um, I think you need to respect the other members of your team, of your cast, um, if you want them to respect you in return. And whatever their job is on set, uh, I think it's very important. It's a teamwork, and uh, you need, you know, to respect everyone and uh, to trust also everyone. Uh, so for me, this is the the number one for sure. Um, maybe for number two, I'd say preparation, as I said earlier, because I think that you also need, you know, to show everyone that you know what you're doing, and uh, that they are in good hands. Uh, so, the, you know, the, there is that uh, kind of a trust relationship. I'm working with storyboards, so it's uh, easier also, you know, for me to uh, to show them that I know what I want and um, I love details, um, which might be sometimes a bit of a problem. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I love details. And uh, even, you know, in one shot, like one shot is one shot. And if the shot is there, it's because it needs to be there. Otherwise, I don't do it. And um, and this is what uh, what people need to feel is that you are well prepared and you, you you know what you're doing. It's also good, you know, for the production because at the end of the day, if you arrive prepared and with a storyboard and with everything ready, uh, they know that uh, they won't be um, over budget. And uh, this is also the nice thing of uh, being prepared. I think that's a really key point that people need to remember. Like you said, having production ready also just timing of the day when you're filming certain things it works better like let's say a four or five o'clock in the morning shoot because you don't want to miss the lighting which plays a huge role as well yeah and you know we we got like um only 18 days also you know to shoot that movie which is quite short you know for for a feature film and so when you are prepared you know you know also to um uh, you can have people moving faster because you know exactly you know where to go for the next shot well, maybe 18 is a good number for you because you've won 18. No, 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 I don't. <laughs> I don't want that number anymore. <laughs> but I have a question for you about COVID because I know that a lot of, of the film industry was definitely impacted due to COVID-19. How were you necessarily impacted, positive or negatively, based on COVID? And how did your filming have to, to 
change due to COVID? Oh, I'm not sure that everything was positive. You see what I mean? And uh, I think it, um, it uh, affected me, uh, of course, and uh, everyone else, I guess. Um, but to be to be honest, I was quite lucky, you know, to to make collision happen because it was shot in the middle of the pandemic last year, uh, like it was in like between May and June, um, and um, like we, you know, in between the, the COVID protocols and all of that. Um, and I have also, you know, some projects uh, which have been postponed. Um, which which is fine, but uh, it's uh, it's quite annoying, you know, when when it happened. But uh, but the worst things, uh, one of the worst things uh, I would say that um, uh, that happened to me is that I got stuck um, out of the country because of the travel ban. Uh, so it wasn't quite a nice moment for me to you know to leave. And I think that's something that we forget about about the travel bans and even like the COVID protocols, like especially the beginning stages of COVID, you know, how people not only had to wear the mask, but there were so many COVID testing centers or making sure everything was safe. Yes, yes correct. And yes, it's, um, it's also something to plan, you know, on the production because it took like uh, one, one hour, you know, one more hour just, you know, to do all the tests and everything. Uh, so that's, um, that's also something to consider, you know, in the, in the schedule. Absolutely. And I have a, a really amazing question next, because this is going to actually hype up your movie, which I loved as well, that y'all actually debuted with a lot of great reception, that you were number one in five countries, in the top 10 in 56 countries, and at one point, number five in the world, and I know I mentioned it, it quickly became number three in the world. Do you remember where you were yeah. when you found out about these numbers? <laughs> Yes, actually, I was just at home. Um, I was um, I was uh, in my bed, <laughs> and uh, I was uh, I was with, with my wife, and we were awakened by our daughter who ran, you know, like crazy to our bedroom, and uh, she was so excited because she saw uh, that collision was number four in the US, uh, which was very unexpected because uh, it, it's like an an independent uh, South African film. So to know that it was number four already, you know, in the US, uh, that was quite um, uh, good news, uh, to say the least. Uh, and then quickly, you know, after that, we heard that it was number three and, you know, in the world and it stayed like maybe uh, number three and number four for at least eight days. But it's still like in the top 10, um, uh, even this week. So um, it's like two weeks in a row. So that's, uh, that's uh, very exciting. And, uh, and we are all proud of it because, uh, as I said, it was like a small budget and uh, it was shot uh, only in 18 days. So we, we are very excited. Congratulations again. I, I love to see people succeed. And, and it's amazing. And I will continue to watch it over and over again so I can help with the numbers as well. <laughs> Thank you. And if, you, if everyone can do the same, that would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love to see people succeed. And I really enjoyed just the storyline because there were a lot of things that were discussed in the movie. And I think I want to briefly talk about it for a second of just um, a lot of racial things were, were brought up in the actual movie, and I don't want to specify because I want people to be able to watch it. But I think like we learned a lot about, you know, just different classes of individuals and how people perceive things, um, how race plays a, a role, even within race. Like, 
Um, I think it was just mm-hmm. such an amazing depiction of what we have seen around the world. And then also it just shows us of that we really don't know a person until you really get to know an individual. And I love that, especially with one of the main characters, you know, throughout the, the challenges that she faced um, in the interracial relationship that it's just a lot of things that we see around the world between drug use and all kinds of stuff. There's a lot of things I think that needed to be talked about. And I'm just so glad that you were able to give yeah. almost like a, an eye into the situation where we can kind of look in and see the experiences that people around the world face each day. Yeah, this is um, it, what we try to to do. Actually, is um, is a kind of mosaic uh, of the country, and um, and this is where I think that we we succeeded is to you know to uh, to show with multiple uh, stories, um, multiple characters from different uh, generation, from different ethnicities, um, and you know to to see their lives and to see their uh, how also their life can collide. And um, and and that was that was very um, very important, you know, for us to to speak about that. And um, and for me, it's also a theme that is that is important because I come from France, and um, I was raised uh, like in um, in in a city uh, which is uh, like more in a, a suburb, you know. With um, there was a lot of immigrants there, like from North Africa, West Africa. And we, um, at that time, we all lived together. We were all raised all together, and um, and it's something that's always um, not to make me sad, you know. But it's um, it's uh, it's it's for me, it's a very important uh, subject uh, when when you live also, you know, in the US and when you uh, know also South Africa. Uh, there is also, you know, that uh, the the point of the the movie is um, is was. It was to a kind of invitation, you know, to sit at the table and to discuss, and um, and I hope that uh, this is what we um, we did with Collision, um, because I think that uh, it's about time, you know, to for people, you know, to just uh, to sit and to and to talk, and uh, and to see if we can make that uh, that world uh, much better. I think it was definitely a great conversation starter. I actually called one of my coworkers and talked to her about. Um, some of the experiences of the movie and it just it just reminded me of the importance of having conversations but also by sitting in a room with someone and experiencing their pain because I think a lot of people don't understand um, profiling still goes on in a lot of cases and it's ageism the sexism there's a lot of different isms out there and I feel like it's important for us to remember that we get to choose how we perceive things and we also get to choose who we surround ourselves with and how they can impact the way we see the world as well and so i loved that you shared that yes and you know i have also a daughter so i want her you know to um to be raised with those values and uh, that was also important to me you know on uh, on also a personal on my personal life Absolutely. And I think that she's going to learn that from you because I, I, there was a way, like I said, the film as it progressed, that you could just tell it was going in a direction where it was going to teach you what you needed to learn about yourself. And it wasn't just about the actual characters. I felt like I was there. And I think that's a compliment to the actors as well as the directors and, and the whole film 
you know, it was just about literally feeling like you were in the experience. I felt like I was in South Africa as I was watching. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, that means a lot. Absolutely. So I have only a few more questions for you. You've been doing a really great job, Fabian, a really amazing job. So can you tell <laughs> us any you. funny or memorable stories that you've had either on this set or just in general with directing? Um, funny, not really, because it's... um. Uh, it's always, you know, like a lot of work and uh, and staying focused and, you know, having the, you know, to stay on the schedule and everything. Uh, but what um, what was quite memorable is that I did, like years ago, a short film uh, with uh, Christopher Lloyd, you know, the actor of um, uh, Back to the Future. And uh, that was uh, just amazing, you know, to to see him just, you know, walking on the set and um, and to direct him, you know, on that movie. Uh, so that was uh, that was a great experience. And I think the movie you're talking about. Tell me if I'm correct. Was it the coin? The coin, yes, yes. We we got lucky actually to um, uh, to be selected in major film festivals and uh, to to win like to win awards also. And it had uh, a good uh, res- a good welcome, you know, from from the audience and everyone because it's um, it's quite a positive movie and uh, and quite inspiring too. Well, that's amazing. I love that. I mean, Christopher Lloyd is just an amazing actor. Just yeah, and it, it was so nice and um, and so patient too, you know, because with short films, so uh, not everything happened, you know, the way you want it to happen. <laughs> and so he was, he was so you know patient, nice, and um, and he did an amazing job. So I know that um, that was a great experience for me. That's a life-changing experience. Yes, just it to is. hear that. It is, you know, especially when you have like the the biggest one, uh, you and you can you, you can see that they are actually the nicest one, and they um, they are here, you know, to help you know young younger filmmaker. And um, no, that was uh, that was also inspiring actually for me. Well, I, I know you're going to remember that. And that's something you can always tell your daughter about that experience. You remember the time when I worked with Christopher Lloyd? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you know what she preferred, actually. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, was another, it was another short that I did uh, soon after, you know, that one. It was named Unbelief. And, uh, and we, had, uh, we had the scene uh, with, like, um, uh, it was a special effect, uh, you know, with uh, someone shooting someone, you know, someone else. And uh, she was there, you know, for the special effect. And uh, she was uh, so excited, you know, to see how it was working. And uh, that was for her, you know, her moment, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of speaking of your daughter, I want to kind of take you back to your childhood. Can you tell me if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to young Fabian? To young Fabian? Um Oh, wow. Um, what can I say? First, that I would love to go back to that place. <laughs> um, and um, I think that I would, um, I would tell him, let me, let me think. Uh, um, I, I, I guess I'd say be patient uh, and brave because it will be a long and difficult journey for sure. But don't give up on your dreams. Uh, it will be worth the wait and uh, you will meet amazing people on your way. I love that you said be patient because I think many times that's one of the hardest things for people 
to find a level of patience because a lot of times with patience comes a lot of trials and tribulations. And I feel like with where you are currently in your life, you know, if you didn't develop a certain level of, of intuitiveness and patience today, you wouldn't be able to have released that film in 18 days and be able to, to edit and, and have a team around you of support. I think patience is a huge component. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. And, uh, and you need to believe also in yourself and why we, you are doing also that, uh, you know, that job, because it's, um, it takes most of your time and most of your life. And so you, you, need, you, know, you need to know, you know, why you are doing that and uh, what you want to do, you know, in, uh, in movies and what is your message. And it's, it's why I like the, the fact that uh, Collision has a good um, welcome, you know, in the, in the world. Absolutely. So I only have one more question for you, Fabian, and I'm going to um, kind of do it as a two-parter. But the first part of it is, what's next for you? And the second part of that is, how can people find you online? Um, so what's next? Um, I'm working on two feature films uh, right now. It's uh, two crime movies uh, with my partner, Neo Baloi. Um, it's a City of Gold and American Rhino. Uh, they're going to be filmed in Johannesburg because it's like, um, uh, you know, it's like a project uh, like uh, early movies, like Scorsese's early movies, that kind of uh, vibe that you can find, you know, in New York, you know, that, that kind of movies. But Johannesburg is the perfect city, you know, to develop that kind of moods and, uh, and stories. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it's two, two feature films and I have also a few projects in, uh, in the U.S., um, and uh, for the second question, it's, um, I'm not really on social media, but uh, you can find me on Instagram for sure. Awesome. Well, I'm just very grateful that you gave me your time to not only be on the show, but to talk about experiences you've had in the film industry and just talk about your life as well. I think you did an amazing job. I know you were a little nervous, but it's okay. I mean... <laughs> no, I was nervous because, you know, it's not my language. So it's quite frustrating because there is things that you want to say and that's, that are very important for you and, and you don't arrive, you know, to tell, to tell them the way you would like, you know, to tell them. So you are more direct and sometimes uh, you, you would like to be, you know, a, a tiny bit more subtle, but you can't. So it's frustrating, but it's fine. <laughs> but I want you to look at it like this. This is the one thing I think that you can take with you is, that people who want to get to know you will meet you at where you are. And I feel like you were able to explain it in such a way that no one would have really known. I know in your mind, you knew the difference, but many of us listening, we were just going on a journey with you. So I think this is a great lesson. You can take your film almost as an example of, you know, you know, Oh, no problem. I think even Thank in your you film, so like there were characters in, who had a perception about them, but we don't know the, the background. We don't understand what led to the decisions that were made. And so I feel like if you even take it like this, you know, I'm going to give you grace and you need to give yourself grace of, hey, there's things that even being from the U.S. that some of us would <laughs> say some of the wrong things that we shouldn't say. So I think like you did an amazing job. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank and you. I would love hopefully one day to work with you. Um, Fabian, I would love one day to have you as a director for me because you are just a great storyteller. So hopefully one day in the future, we can make something work. Oh, thank you. 
Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. No problem. And let's remember, you guys, to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. And Fabian, thank you so much for being on Black Canvas. And I would love in the future, if you ever want to come back, if you're not too nervous and you're like, hey, I want to do this again, come on back. Okay, thank you for the invitation. Absolutely, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank All you, right, you bye. too. Bye. Bye.